Welcome back, everyone, to Get With The Programming. I'm Chase Singham with Bill Grundler, and we have Joe Linton and Bob Jennings of the Legends Masters Championships here to talk day two programming for the Legends Masters Championships. We already talked day one, and we have the events of, was it, yawking with the uh, soft J? <laughs> Guess yawking. what now? This is going to happen, and the pants party. As we look at day number two, which will be on Friday. So what are we starting off with for day number two? Yeah, so day number two is uh, news team, bear fight. <laughs> so, uh, it, you know, wanted to get some more, um, you know, what I would consider higher skill gymnastics in for, for master's athletes. And then, uh, you know, um, the implementation of, of uh, more odd object stuff as well, uh, which is the nice thing about live competition is, is being able to introduce odd object work, right? So this one, um, this one's an eight minute cap and it is, uh, five, four, three, two, one rope climbs. Okay. And in between each round, it's a 50 foot sandbag bear hug carry. Ooh. So loophole bill, loophole bill. What do you got? <laughs> sandbag. I'll give you two minutes. You got two minutes. To what's the, uh, what's the weight on the sandbag? Uh, one, 150, 100 okay. for, we're talking about the younger age groups. Yeah. Um, you know, 170 for the older age groups. Yeah. And, um, uh, to the front, right. You got to hold it to the front. Just like uh bear yeah. hug carry. Right. Yeah. So no on the shoulder. Yep. No. Is a certain height, like above the waist or chest level chin on the bag, anything you're requiring or just bear hug in the front do with what you may. I forget the exact verbiage, but it's going to be above the waist for sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, I forget the exact verbiage. I had to check our sheet. Bill's probably but thinking of what type of shirt he can wear, where he can like wrap a shirt underneath the bag, and then yeah. like, like a kid coming home with a bunch of rocks. Such a good one. I didn't even think of that. Wow. You know, for, fortunately, all the athletes have to wear their uh, their Viore gear, right? So. Oh, that's yeah. right. Their Viore gear. Nice. Yeah. So they're going to they, be comfortable while wear, getting uncomfortable. Well, they, they can't, you know, bring on an extra large shirt to create the little pocket <laughs> to, to put the, the bag the in. Root carry. Yeah. Uh, um, are you well, guys the, doing the, the exception on the rope climb part? So there is, yeah. So there's um, for the 35 to 39 and 40 to 44 men, the first rep of, of each round is legless. Oh, okay. I think that's cool. Yeah. Uh, it's sorry, except for the final round. So that final round is just a one rope climb. Got right? it. They don't have okay. to do a leg. So they're doing, you know, of the, what is that? 15 rope climbs. Yeah. Uh, they'll be doing four legless and the, the rest are with legs. I like that. Yeah. Um, you know, 15 feet, uh, for everybody, except for when you get into the 55 to 59 women drops down to 12 feet. And, um, Okay. Their their uh, their rep scheme is is different too, right? And again, thinking about, um, you know, we want people we want people finishing mm -hmm. the workout, and so we tried to scale it appropriately to to make sure that that happened in the older age groups as well. So I like it, Bill loophole. Uh, <laughs> having loopholes. I, what I think is what I think is really interesting about this one is even though it's fast, it's eight minutes, um, time cap wise. It really, because of that sandbag carry, it's really mm -hmm. going to make, 
it's going to force the athletes to have to do the rope climbs correctly. The, the regular rope, nothing legless. Yeah. I mean, you got to use your arms on that one anyway, but it's going to force the really proper mm. use your legs on the rope climb part. You're trying to get up as tall as possible, keeping your arms like as straight as possible. So you aren't just blowing your biceps out. Yeah. Uh, so I think this one will be really interesting to watch. Even in the upper divisions, I love the fact that you brought the – me and Chase have talked about this. Don't not make older athletes do rope climbs. Just bring the height down. Yes, don't yeah. climb as high. Put, put them still on there. So I think I think it's great. I, I like this one a lot. I think it's awesome. And I, I don't really see any loopholes. I mean, it's just pick up the bag and go. I mean, where are you going to put the bag? It's can't put it on your shoulders. Okay, that's that. So you're good. What if uh, – And then rope climbs are rope climbs. What if somebody uses a loose weight belt somehow as a way to – Put under the bag to help support the bag. Oh, that'll happen. I'll guarantee it. It's true. That'll happen. But like, whatever. No belts. It's only, yeah. only fifty feet. It's a sandbag. It's, it's twenty-five <laughs> down and back, right? Here's the best part: yeah. is you're gonna see half the field wearing knee sleeves for this damn event. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, I think any anybody that's wearing a belt on this one, like loosely, they're not winning this thing anyway. That's true. Right? Right. You know, so whatever try and gain it as much <laughs> as um I, I think this one is kind of it's similar to the to the um muscle up mm -hmm. and overhead squat one mm -hmm. that we talked about in that when it gets to the end of this workout you know um those last three rope climbs yeah are, are gonna be brutal. like that's it's really gonna eat people up and, and that's where you're gonna see whether or not you know people people have trained this enough to, to be successful. What I like you have here is that sandbag distance never changes. So they're going to get to that bag sooner yeah. and sooner and sooner. As, as you uh -huh. said, that two, one, right. Where you have to hop up for that one leg. So it's going to go, you know, carry legless one leg carry. And then the one regular, and then like those carries are going to add up real quick after that round of three. Oh yeah. 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 I like, I like this one too. Yeah. I, lo I love I love the setup on it. It's and I think it'll be a super fun. It'll be fun for the athletes to do. It'll be fun to watch it'll too. Be a fun, it'll be a fun one to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah we like we like the legless. Go ahead, Joe, Go ahead Bob. Uh, what, what was the standard going to be for the rope climb as far as like descent? There's a the a twelve foot mark that they okay. they have to control below that before they can release. And again, just safety. Right, right, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wait, what's below them? It uh, is an optional, very large square riser. Oh. So it's like a very large. So it's not like a regular. It's I think it's uh, I think it's six by six. Okay. Six feet by six feet, and it's oh. optional. Um. So like for myself, I wouldn't use it. Um. Just so I can slide down. I mean, I practice that a lot. I wouldn't use it, but. I understand that some people don't want to. So um, we ordered uh, yeah, big six foot by six foot uh, riser. I think it's about six inches in height. No, it's less than that. Four inches in height Okay. Um, as an option for people to use if they want. Hmm. I like it. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so you had three events on day one with the 54 and under, two with the 55 plus. How many guys have coming into Friday? Uh. We have three on Friday. Three on Friday. Okay, so that was event four. Yeah. News team, <laughs> bear fight. <laughs> Is it going to be mandatory that everybody watches Anchorman prior to coming to this competition? Because I feel like it, it must. It's got to be somewhere in the briefing. 
if you don't get the jokes, you, you probably shouldn't come. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be calling this event with uh, Sean Woodland, and that like you're gonna have you're gonna so have many conversation other than you might have so many Anchorman references, you could get banned from YouTube because of probably. like proprietary information. <laughs> Violate copyright laws. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so that's a good way to kick off Friday. What is a, the event number five? Event five is uh, I'm in a glass case of emotion, <laughs> and uh, this is uh, this is an AMRAP. It's actually the only AMRAP that we've programmed okay. at the event. Uh, it's a nine minute cap. Starts off with thirty burpees over the bar, seventy five hang clean and jerks, Ooh. and then uh, max distance handstand walk with remaining time. Hang clean and jerk. Yep. Bill, you program that I think more often than I've seen. I I love that. And then uh what at the end? A hundred foot? No 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 max distance hands. Max. Oh max distance. Yeah. Yeah. And then what's the weight? So seventy five pounds and fifty five pounds. So Oh nasty. Light. And and we're keeping we're actually what we're doing on this one is we're keeping the weight the same for all age groups. Okay. And reducing the reps. Oh, so, all right. Yeah, so when you get to the 55 to 59, it drops to 60 reps. 60 to 64 is 50 reps, and 65 plus is 40 reps. I like that. Uh, Dave Castro actually mentioned that the other day on his Instagram where he's talking more about scaling and individualizing your programming for um, those that shouldn't follow this person. Anyways, um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even going to mention his name. Where a lot of people will go directly to scaling weight first or skills first. And sometimes it's appropriate to keep that weight and then just scale the volume. We did a, a workout yesterday in the gym and we talked, it was like, we're getting ready for the open and we're doing dumbbell snatches. I'm like, listen, 50 and 35 is what they use all the time. This is a weight you need to get comfortable with or better at or work up to. So stick with the weight maybe this time and just drop the reps down so low that it's manageable as you go through this. So I do like that this was the direction you guys went with it as far as getting the reps and not the weight. Yeah. And that was, that was a joke, you know, like Joe really wanted to get that concept into the programming. And, um, so that was, that was his idea yeah. there. Okay. So hang clean and jerk. We've, I've seen this before at the games in the master division where, the clean and jerk at a light, light, light weight didn't, wasn't really a clean and jerk. So how specific are you going to get with them coming to the shoulder and stopping versus a hang snatch? It has to, it has to come to the shoulder. So, so we laid that out in the um, standards document. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. It's not, it's not, you know, uh, hang to overhead. Like they, okay. there has to be. Yeah. Um, there, has to be, there has to be an actual pause. There has to be a stop, a rest at the shoulder. Not a rest. But, you know. Oh, for the yeah, hang to overhead? Oh, are you going to say elbows in front? Elbows in front before it goes overhead? Or how you or just touch gonna... the shoulders, right? Yeah, yeah, it just has to touch yeah. the shoulders before okay. it goes overhead. Okay. But it has to touch the shoulders. Oh, I like okay. this. Uh, yeah, have so you, either one of you guys tested this yet? Yeah. So. So this one, um, when we came up with this one, and, and this one we, we messed around with a lot. a lot. Originally, originally it didn't have the burpees over the bar. To okay. Start. Oh, and, uh, okay. We we threw that in, um, but we uh, 
I, you know, I, I like, I always want gymnastics people to earn their gymnastics. Right. And I want strength people to earn their strength. And so that's why I like putting things like max distance handstand walk at the end of a, of a workout. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so like, Hey, you're awesome at handstand walks. Guess what? You got to do a lot of work before you get there and then you can show us how awesome you are. But, um, that, that was kind of the thought process on this one. And, uh, why did we put the burpees over the bar? Oh, uh, really? We, we felt like, <laughs> why not? <laughs> yeah, kind of like, why not? And like, you know, when we thought about the timing on it, um, because this workout timing. didn't start off as an AMRAP, like this workout got moved around quite a bit. Uh, it, it was more of a timing thing. Right. And so, um, cause we didn't want people doing, you know, five minutes or, you know, six minutes of handstand walking that that's a little boring so we wanted to eat some time up in the beginning but in a way that was you know setting a trap basically. Mm, yeah, yeah yeah it totally does it totally does mm. i i can't wait to watch people bury themselves on the burpees yeah thinking that they're gonna that that's gonna be a great thing for them and then just be smashed when they get the hand cleaning jerks and then they're standing at the line going oh yeah. shoot i can't yeah. do these handstand walks anymore yeah so do you have a game on, it, it's tight that nine minute makes it tight too that like i like you're gonna have to be very strategic about how you move this one yeah how uh, do you have certain like a five foot i don't bill i don't know if you asked this already is it do you have guys that have like five feet ten feet like distance that they have to go is it hands behind the line in front of the line how do you guys have that set up yeah so it's it's five foot minimums uh across all age groups okay um uh hands behind the line must show control over the line uh so no wheelbarrowing no yeah. diving <laughs> you know, um you know you see that all the time and and we actually we put in a scaled option oh. for 55 plus okay um you know just because you know th this workout is so handstand walk intensive like there, there are some athletes that are just not going to be there right and mm -hmm. um so and we wanted them to continue to move through the workout and get a good workout in. And so uh, what we have there is a uh, double dumbbell overhead carry and every 10 feet, it's three shoulder to overhead. Oh, so I like it's that. the same kind of stimulus, oh. right? But it's um, now, it's, is this a scale? Yeah. Is this a scale within it? Like you have them still handstand walking? How do you give them? So those that do have a handstand walk can do it. Okay. Right? those that that don't have handstand walk at all yes you know they would be smart to go this direction the scale direction okay and the handstand walk they can't they can't finish ahead of anybody that does okay have a handstand walk okay but, but they don't just sit there with their hands on their hips and not get to really do anything with it or get hurt yeah oh i like yeah. that i like yeah. that a lot actually that's a i don't i don't don't know you don't see that more it, in a master's competition i, I like yeah, totally yeah, it's, yeah, a, yeah. it's a good call yeah, very good call sure. um uh go real, ahead. real fast on i i love the way you guys have that set up as well you know allowing people to get something in there what if you are someone that doesn't want to do the scale you try to do the handstand walk you can't do any of the handstand walk so you have you get zero you get zero you have five feet minimum what uh i just saw that what exactly are you meaning on that like what if i don't get five feet I try, yeah. but I don't get it. You get, you end up yeah. with, uh, you know, 
60 plus 30 reps, you would have your score would be 90. 90. Okay, am I below someone that did the yeah. scaled version? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, because you didn't get the yeah. five feet. You got to get at least five feet. So, yeah. so for me to so the people that do the the scaled version, they will be below all the people that get at least five feet minimum. So yes. if I'm one of those people that's on the line, I have to decide: okay, do I want to at least get on the board, yeah. or do I want to try and do everything I can to get to that five foot mark? Yep. Okay. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I like that. So Dude, that's a that's a strategy within the strategy right there for for those yeah. athletes. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. And, and that will shake up that that'll play a big role in like the middle to back half. Of yeah. The older right. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Like that's not going to have much of an effect on your, your top three. No. Um, no. Uh, what was How much did, in, in, have you guys tested this or seen anyone try this yet? No. I was going to curious well, how much time you think they're going to have at the end on average. Technically I have, I've had the classes, for the past couple months, I've randomly had like the class do, oh yeah, sort of these workouts. I would do that. So, I'll like, do that for my gym like, too. <laughs> I, I'm actually remembering right now. Like I, yeah, I did see them do something similar to this, and so it was actually the burpees over the bar wasn't there, and it was uh, I think this workout went through itself like five revisions. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um, but you know, I got some time frames, and like Bob said, why we added the burpees over the bar, it was just to one the bait factor like hey who's yeah. uh who's just gonna go all out and see what they can do and you know potentially burn out or who can hold that pace or who's gonna be smart and cruise through those and then who's gonna break up the hang clean jerks right you know with some intention of minimizing the number of breaks but also the handstand walk those people like you guys said the top three are gonna be the top three no matter what even if the burpees over the bar wasn't there they would just have so much more time just the handstand walk back and forth and that's a little boring to see like bob <laughs> said six minutes of handstand walking right. <laughs> even because the top three will stay the same so this kind of gave us a way to get i think at least 200 feet of handstand walking and i think that's a good number to see uh you know with the upper people getting close to 300 i'm guessing i like yeah, 25 it 25 foot sections yeah 25 foot yeah. okay. okay i like yeah, that like like, like Val Vogel will, will peer away, you know, probably. The first <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I do like the so. bait factor because you'll see a lot of people make the mistake of thinking they need more time at the end to get further. Yeah. When right. in reality is like, you just need to be oh. more, more fresh. fresh. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're absolute yeah. dog shit at handstand walks and you probably need more time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, and an apt app name, glass case of emotion, because you'll probably see some people out there getting a little frustrated on their handstand walks if they chose poorly in the first two yes. intensity of the movement. <laughs> All right, and so you said you had three, so we have uh, so one, so event six. This will be the third event on Friday. Yeah, uh, event six is uh, well that escalated quickly. <laughs> so uh, this, this is uh, this, and we're ending the day with another sprint. Um, you know, partly, partly because I, I think that that makes for good TV sometimes, yeah. right. You know, kind of end with a sprint a little bit. And, uh, so we got a three minute cap, pure power output, uh, 30 or 25 calorie row mm. and five deadlifts. Oh, and the deadlift, deadlift weight is, uh, 365, 245. 
through the 50 to 54, and then it starts scaling down from there. Whoa. So, so this workout, again, where I always like to come in super heavy, this was originally programmed at 405. 405. Damn. And, uh, I like that, and, by the way. Just saying. I don't like listen, that. I'm, I'm terrible at deadlifts, but I don't hate that either. Yeah. It's um, the way we thought about that, though, was, again, when you have a field of 40, right? Um, um, yeah. And we want we, we really want a, a lot of races, mm -hmm. on this, right? Like we want to create excitement. The, like the, the guy who would win this workout at 405 is the guy that's going to win this workout at 365. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe not the guy that's going to win it at 315, though. Right. But it's still kind of the same guy. Like Joe and I, there's uh, this guy, Jamie Free, that we're friends with, who like, this is a Jamie Free workout. <laughs> For sure. This guy would smash it. <laughs> would smash it. And like he would smash yeah. it at 365, 405, 550. It 500. Matter, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Like he would just fucking smash this. And, and that's kind of, you know, this is like, this is the Hulk smash workout, right? You got to jam on that rower way harder than you think you need to and uh you know get off it as fast as possible and then rip through those deadlifts and race across the line i mean that's and you definitely gave one to the big yeah. boys on this one totally. yeah which which you know as i'm following through is like yeah. it was it was needed in the the timeline in which you guys have set up so i do i like what this is and where you guys are putting it you're right it's going to be super exciting to see um and yeah could you have gone heavier yes but with the field that you're working with i totally see where you're at and the reason behind it because yeah like the guy who's going to win this at 405 will win this at 365. Um, yeah. I do. I, but, but you let more people play and have a yeah. chance to mix things yeah. up. So, I, 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 I think this is a good one. And I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a big heavy deadlifter guy. I would have even said you could have done 10 deadlifts on this at that weight. Because yeah. it, makes, it makes them it would make them have to think about it. like right now you're, you're right. The guy, the big, the big beast is going to get off that rower. He's not even going to blink. He's going to grab the bar and that thing's flying off the ground. So yeah. whether it's 365 or 135, it, almost the same tempo, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, adding some more reps in there would slow them down a little bit and at least give the guy that's not the massive deadlifter. Maybe they can hold on to it a little bit longer. You know what I mean to kind of like yeah. get into the game. Yeah. But like I would have it. I would have a, it's I would gonna, have a flash and dash. I would have or a shot at this. Lever too. Yeah. We'll right? say I'll just say that. Right. And yeah. That's probably the biggest knock I've given to any of your workouts so far. <laughs> <laughs> Is that if if I have an opportunity to win your heavy deadlift event. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. That's not that's a bad. Uh, that's not the worst idea, Bill is is yeah. is 10 because it's yeah. still look you're adding honestly to the the, the people are going to win this you're adding 10 more seconds to the event yeah, yeah. but the people right. who are not supposed to be winning this event totally screwed <laughs> 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 i ain't yeah. getting 10 in a row i could get five we, we we mess around with the rep scheme i think you know i came in one day and i was like you know hey joe let's let's maybe move it up to seven or eight and yeah. and I, I think that actually came back to like this is the end of day two, right? right. Like we got two more days to go. That's two true. big days yeah. coming up. Forgot. <laughs> Forgot. Let's, let's We're protect, halfway. Let's protect some posterior chains if we can, right? Yeah. And uh, I, I think that was the ultimate decision maker there. I, I really, I think it really puts a big emphasis on that row. Yeah. Uh, which is which is good because usually 
there isn't the emphasis on the row unless it's just a row. So I, I you know, if if you're stepping away from the deadlift stuff, I mean, leaving that what it is, because I mean, it's still it's not like it's not heavy. It is heavy. No, it's um, heavy. <laughs> but it's going to come down to how how much are you going to sell your soul on that on that row? Yeah. To get yeah. To there. Yeah. And yes. No, I would even the pacing. In- the pacing is going to be important there, I think, because I mean, if I was even coaching Bob in this workout, and he had to do this. I wouldn't have him full sprint on the row. I would say, look, you need to get really close to that, but you need to be able to step off that rower, step under the bar and go. Yeah. yeah. And just like, there's not going to be no, like two breaths, no throwing on a belt. It's <laughs> like, seriously, like row at a pace where you're going hard, but mm-hmm. you can step off the rower, grip, grip, go. And with good form because yeah, it's only five reps, but you just went through two days of uh, competing, not like training to be two days right. of competing. And uh, we got two more. So we don't need to make this one your the best, you know, performance ever. We need to get top three for Bob basically with right. the potential of winning it. Um, yeah. I think that's where it's going to be like extra five seconds faster in the rower to take five to 10 more seconds of, you know, setting up to deadlift, I think that's going to play a factor. And uh, I think the middle ish uh, performances, like, you know, six through 12th, I think we're going to see kind of that mess people up a little bit. I think the top five is going to be the top five, no matter what. So, Uh, and and how are you guys, how are you guys having them finish? I just give you guys a chance to to say how their finish is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're starting on a start mat on this one because I actually wanted to touch on this as well. Like, um getting in and out of the rower ah. is going to be really important here right you're yeah. starting on a starting on a start mat and the finish we're working with this company um called strongest so they have the buzzers yes at the, end of the, the lanes right and so again another cool visual so I love the buzzers. like you got to race across the line and hit that buzzer you know to to, to uh to stop your clock which i think is cool you know how how far is the distance from the start mat to the buzzer like the deadlift uh, where they have to run across. Is it like right there? Like, or? It's like 35, 40 feet. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's not. Uh, Dude, there's going to be. That's some, enough. You know what? There's still going to be some funny legs walking on that. Or yeah, like run yeah. into the thing wobbling <laughs> as they're trying to get to that buzzer. Yeah. Well, I like sure. this. That'll, make, that'll make it fun. That'll yeah. make it. That'll make it super exciting. I do yeah. like this because I think when some people see heavy deadlift, they're like, "Oh, this is the strength event." I'm like, "No, this is the power event. This is yep. this is the yep. full go like maximum intensity event." So when they see, you know, like when me and Bill are thinking of weights or reps, it's like we're thinking it's like, okay, strength and this is like no power, full power, full go. Hit your row, pull your deadlift, and then get across the finish line, and just a display of absolute intensity and power, and and that's really what it looks like. This event is testing. Yeah, yeah, and and you know it's you know going back to the um, getting in, like going from the start mat, getting in and out of the rower, like the guys, the guys and women that practice that, mm-hmm. right, are gonna have an advantage in this. I mean, that's that's a couple of seconds there in a workout where a couple of seconds really matter. Yeah, like the David Johnston's, you know, in, in the 40 to 44 division, like the guy's a pro man. like he he might not have the biggest deadlift in that division. He might not have the best power output, but my money is on him to win it because he's a pro and he knows he's you know, he does have power output and he knows how to go from that start mat to the finish in the smoothest possible way. How many people are going to fall off the rower? Like not get stuck uh, in the rower, fall off like you. <laughs> well, 
Yeah. Like oh, like your first butt, day coming off. Yeah, your first day at on ramp doing a you know five hundred meter row. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's gonna be five. I'm guessing five. Five. Yeah, the yeah. over under. We'll put five. the over under at five and a half. So you have to pick one yeah. or the other. So <laughs> I think this is great. I, I like the way you're closing things out super fast sprint there's going to be a lot of excitement a lot of cheering in constant cheering because it is going to be so fast i think that's going to be that's gonna be fun to watch bill it's gonna be fun to call for sure oh dude totally yeah and fun to do for the athletes like there's not a lot of events you do that like i don't really have a strategy i'm not really limited by too much that's just like go and that yeah. that tends yeah. to be pretty fun you know originally yeah, Originally, like the uh, the uh, 55 plus was not going to do this workout, but we, we threw it back in um, because it's everyone can do this, right? Mm -hmm. So why not? I like so, it. So I, I cut you off. What, what were you saying? Oh, no. So what I like about this workout is that, um, I mean, we – a lot of people ask for heavy deadlifts and I feel like a lot of masters programming, they kind of avoid it. Uh, it's because of the, how taxing it can be on the posterior chain. So I like about this workout, even if this workout was like three rounds for time, I don't think that the smaller guy is going to have a chance to still touch the top three of the original guys that it's going to, they're going to win this workout anyway. So we're able to get, you know, who can deadlift heavy and who could row real fast power up, but without having to put them through 15 plus reps on a heavy deadlift, um, which kind of what I've seen in programming, that's what's most common. It's like, you okay, we're hitting deadlifts. Cool. They got to, they're going to be doing, you know, five rounds of five or seven and it's totaling 30 plus reps. And that'll definitely kind of tank your post or your chain, you know, coming into the next day, next day's programming and workouts. So. I like this workout because we're hitting the deadlift heavy, but we're not, people are going to be able to walk away from it and be fine, ready to go the next day. I like it. So three events for 54 and under day one, three for day two, 55 plus got two in day one, but they get all three today for day number two. And we're halfway there boys, halfway there. So those are your events for day number two at the legends masters championships. On our next episode, we'll dive into Day number three. See you guys then.